America needs a tidal wave of the old-time religion. I have sinned against you. How dare you! We have no need to doubt God. The heart of Babylon is preparing the nations to receive the Antichrist. I didn't even build that house with money from the church. I built it with money from my book. I don't make this stuff up. Repenting of your sin. It is a moral issue. They got together and swore a pact to the devil. I just enjoy seeing people worship, praising God. Hey, everybody, and welcome to... Believe It or Not. Or Not. Or Not. The show The show where we... I think we were switching roles here. Uh, did we? I don't know. I don't Anyways, know. the show where we believe it or or maybe we don't. Yeah. See, it's, it's tough because uh, we're not in the same place right now, so our roles got all flipped, turned upside down. Yeah, it's true. And we can't make eye contact and be like, okay through osmosis who's doing what yeah I, I, trevor was refusing to video chat um he's just yeah. like i didn't get my beauty sleep uh, my makeup's a mess and your hair mm-hmm. was his hair's in curlers i don't have my regular hairdresser or makeup person that's so. true yeah you need to get yeah. your hair dyed you need to get it cut you need mm-hmm. you need to get out there on the golf course yeah but this social distancing and quarantining with things closed is really fucking up your day Yep, and if they would just realize that Uh it's just like the flu, yeah, that's not true. Although I did have a terrible sleep last night. Really? Why? Why is that? I don't know. Well, okay. So I took a nap in the afternoon yesterday, Uh um, which uh, which I shouldn't have. I don't usually nap, and uh, as a result, I couldn't sleep very well uh, last night. So I was just like tossing and turning the entire night. Right. And uh, I think maybe in like the. 10 hours I was trying to get some sleep, I slept for two. Oh. So, so yeah, that was fun. That's, uh, that's not good. No. So tonight I'm going to sleep like a little baby boy. Oh, I just started drinking coffee to keep myself awake still, so maybe well, not. It's it's still pretty early. You should be okay. I mean, I'm not a doctor, but... Plus, I'm not working this week, so I I, I can sleep till whenever I want tomorrow. Right. So. Are you done work for good now? No, just for two weeks. Okay. You get I some... had some... Yeah, I had a bit of a scratchy throat. Last week, so they're quarantining, um, which I think was more from like um, exhaustion and everything, and like talking yeah. a lot. Yep. Um, but I didn't want to risk uh, cross, or if it wasn't that, uh, getting anyone else uh, hurt. So I called in sick, and when you call in sick during this time, you you have to take a minimum of two weeks. Makes sense to me. Yep. And uh, I've been I've been liking not working. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Yeah, it's a, it's something, you know, you're just trapped yeah. in the house all day doing nothing, sleeping yeah. or whatever, staying up to whatever. You doing anything yeah, productive, pr- Trevor, or are you just kind of trapped in uh, no man's land right now? Yeah, no, I've um I've been trying to like write a little bit. Yep. Which is kind of working. Um and then me and Dave recorded our other podcast, which we haven't done in over a year. Yes, I saw that. Uh, so there's a little plug so that- for you. Yeah, so that was fun. And then also, um, yeah, just trying to make little dumb things that um, it's like I don't have to show other people. I just want to f- try to flex my creativity. Do it for <laughs> so you, So I'm making bud. little dumb songs oh, yeah, nice. that I'm never going to show anyone. Yeah, just like <laughs> mixing stuff. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? Uh, uh, less of that, but, you know, the same. We're still doing, still doing the Spooked and playing a lot of board games, watching a lot of nice. TV. What else are you going to do? Nice. Eating too yeah, much. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> putting on that, you know, putting on whatever we can and watching whatever we can, so. I think my cooking game has improved. Hey. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well. I made some really good fried chicken last night. I wouldn't mind some fried chicken. 
Um, speaking of fried chicken, uh, what magical thing do we have to talk about today? Nice. That's a good segue. <laughs> We're here to talk about family and specifically focusing on that family. Really? Well, see, I'm avoiding my family because I don't want to get uh, uh, sick from them. Yeah, but you still got to focus on them. Uh, uh, we're talking about focus on, focus on the family is the name of the thing. Do I, do I got to focus on them? No, you don't. Okay, but have you heard of uh, the organization Focus on the Family? Yeah, are these the uh, the ones who are like do a lot of like the Planned Parenthood or not the Planned Parenthood the uh, the the ones who are against that and they don't like yeah. women's rights and uh, abortions and things. Yeah, and they don't like uh, gay marriage and yeah. all that stuff. They're um, they're kind of they present themselves as like this family focused we're gonna give everyone the tools they need to raise a godly family but they're they're really just like a, a hate group wow yeah they sound like a real bunch of winners yeah pretty cool pretty cool folks uh, actually started by a guy named james dobson mm-hmm. it's actually james uh, dobson jr his dad was a preacher like a traveling evangelist preacher in the nazarene movement nazarene is like basically from like the holiness movement so you're you know no drinking no swearing no yeah. dancing no movies no, it was just no like, dancing yeah no dancing they're they're like that tiny ten and footloose yeah <laughs> okay, so. but like they tr- went around with their message <laughs> well, that's where i came from then yeah, so he would go around. He saw them preach all over the place. His grandfather was did the same thing, was a traveling evangelist or whatever. And he decided he didn't want to do that, and he wanted to get into uh, psychiatry, uh, so he or psych- psychology. So he went to school to be a psychologist, and um, and wanted to you know be like a marriage counselor, family counselor, and stuff like that. But then he wrote a book called uh, "Dare to Discipline" in 1970. Which was basically a book about how it's cool to to hit your kids. Oh, okay, hit your kids. Yeah, right. So it's like a, a pro corporal punishment right. book, and this is where uh, focus on the family came from. Yeah, well, that's where he kind of got his first recognition, kind of in like these uh, conservative evangelical circles. Yeah, and then it was in 1977 he started the radio show Focus on the Family. It's nice that uh, focus on the family really just means uh, focus on beating your family. Yeah, exactly. Into a a submissive pulp. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it started as a radio station in Arcadia, California uh, in 1977. James Dobson was the president of the organization until 2013. um, And then he was a chairman on the board, chairman of the board until 2009. So he was, he ran the company for a very long time. Um, it was kind of like his his baby, but they went on to in the in eighty three they started a newspaper or a magazine or whatever, and then in, some sort uh, of like newslettery thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they started ma- oh yeah print magazine in eighty three, and and a newspaper column in eighty three as well, and then the right. website in uh, in nineteen ninety seven, and yeah, just so many different things, and just became this like huge media christian giant right they were still always because it's a religious thing they were always classified as a nonprofit, yep. like a charity which means they don't, they weren't really taxed but they had to disclose their donors and stuff like that right somehow in 2017 they figured out how to uh, make themselves a church oh how to classify themselves as a church so that they don't even so they wouldn't have to disclose the donors anymore yeah okay um 
first of all, I think uh, I think that's fucked up. I don't think that uh, churches should be taxed. I know there are, there's nuances to it, and I get some of it, but I don't know, especially when you have some of these like uh, televangelists. Like, uh, who's the guy right now who's saying, "Don't let me go broke"? Is, is it Jim Baker? Yeah, Jim Baker. Yeah. He's like, don't let this coronavirus make me go broke. And he's asking people to send their stimulus checks to him. Yeah, exactly. And because they, the like online people stopped allowing him to use their online donation things because he's obviously a scam. Yeah. And so now he can only take checks and he's like freaking out. My, my, my thing about that, it's, it's just like, how can you see someone say like, don't let this thing scare you. Keep sending us money or like, don't let me go broke. Send me the money that you, like, I don't, I mean, that's what they do anyway. I know like a lot of these things, they say like oh, some sob story and then you have like old ladies sending the rest of their money to them and then having to eat cat food. Yeah. Something that's so visible and just so like obscene. And it's, it's amazing that people don't, notice as much as they should yeah no it's it's insane and yeah i think kenneth copeland has been going around saying whatever whatever happens with your job or whatever you still have to keep giving the church your money even if you go down to your church and slide a check under the door you have to be doing it and it's like yeah we need to tax these people i think we just need to uh lock them up oh exactly yeah i mean if you were if you were in a non-religious context doing this exact same thing you would be arrested oh yeah oh yeah no for sure it would be fraud be fraud well even with jim baker with his uh buckets uh his like food slop oh yeah making this the food yeah Yeah. which a lot of people are saying well if you know if you're going to go broke at least you have all these buckets to eat that's true this the the buckets of uh slop yeah like you said about like the uh, anti-planned parenthood thing and stuff it was in 86 1986 that they started um sponsoring crisis pregnancy centers these are the ones where they go in and then they tell them about why they should keep the baby right yeah exactly they they make it look like it's an abortion clinic and then you go in there and they tell you how you why you shouldn't have an abortion and um convince you to to like keep your yeah keep your babies is this one of the ones where they like show you their the baby's uh, heartbeat or whatever? Yeah. So they're uh, since since then they've had this thing going where they basically pay for. So they don't own any of these crisis pregnancy centers, but they pay for ultrasound equipment for them, right? And will sponsor them in in different ways to try to like, yeah, try to cut down on on abortions and and things like that. Um, yeah. They uh, they're not allowed to be politically active because they're um, a charity, religious charity. Right. So of course they create the other organizations that are still under their umbrella that are politically active. So they have Citizen Link, yeah, uh, which is you know basically like a Christian uh, hate group, uh, and then. Um, Family Research Council. That's the one where like Josh Duggar was involved in. Um, and, right, right, and other. I think there was that one guy. He was like on their board, or he was a high-ranking member who was caught with the Renta Boy. The Renta Boy. So, so he's like this big anti-LGBT activist, and then he's he's caught with. He went on vacation with uh, like a male prostitute. Oh, yeah, and he's okay. like, no, I just I just paid him to come along and uh, hold my luggage and stuff. Right. And yeah. But it's like no, no, you didn't. To hold but, the luggage. Uh, yeah. 
to like carry my luggage and stuff. And Tony yeah. Perkins was the president of that one for a long time, and he's he's the worst too. I is he the one that um said that floods were because of gay marriage, the, like flooding in a certain area is because of gay marriage, and then like the next year his house flooded, so there's property flooded. So. Well, that seems to be happening now. Don't like uh, I a lot of people they're saying like that coronavirus is because of all the sin yet now a lot of these preachers who are still holding masses are ending up getting sick and dying and their parishioners yeah are there's sick been a dying, couple yeah where it's like what, yeah. are you, what are you doing yeah well now they're just lying in a casket well that's that's true right like this, yeah. these, the same people who are like uh give me liberty or give me death and it's just like what like people are not death, telling you to stay yeah. home because they're trying to take your rights away. They're trying to stop people from dying for a little bit. Yeah, exactly. And it's you're not allowed just to you. Do, you're yeah. allowed to do whatever you want. But go for it. But mm-hmm. but understand that you're putting other people at risk and you're putting yourself at risk. But Exactly. Uh, exactly. People are dumb. Yeah. People are, yeah. Yeah, no, it's, uh, people are really dumb. I think it's a willful um, ignorance more, more than stupidity sometimes. Yeah. Though. Yeah, and I think, I mean, Fox News, I think, is getting sued because they were spreading, like, the hoax thing and stuff, and well, a lot of people watch Fox News. And... It's infotainment. Yeah. They have no uh, they have no legal incentive to tell the truth on that station because they are not yeah. designated as a news station, if I, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I think there, yeah, I think there's something like that where even though they have news in the title, they, they somehow manage to... They're an entertainment channel, so they don't have to have the same uh, level of um, integrity that, well, not integrity, but the news has to try and be telling the truth. Yeah. Fox Fox News doesn't have that same limitation. Yeah. And those are assholes. And it shows. And it's, yeah. And it's like the most gullible people that watch it too. And Mm -hmm. yeah. And then they go out and die and yeah. I mean, you could say the same thing about our show, but we don't pretend to be the news. Yeah, exactly. We're not telling anyone to to go out and protest uh, this right now either. So, um, so focus on the family. They say they say on their website that eighty seven point five percent of the money comes from like individual donations from right, like listeners and people who read their magazines and and things like that. Um, but when you dig in further, it's a lot of like activist groups and a lot of like Christian very far right groups that are donating the bulk of the money. Yes. One of the biggest donation groups are the DeVos family. And that's, um, yeah. Like what's her name? Uh, Yeah. Betsy DeVos. Betsy DeVos. She's the, the, I was going to say minister, but the secretary of education. Right. There's been a lot of shady stuff with her with like promoting like homeschool and, and Christian schools and stuff like that. So a very much a tied into this focus on the family, anti LGBT, anti abortion kind of mindset as well as like using their resources. So it's this yeah, it's not a healthy <laughs> combination if you're not supposed to be a, a political organization and and I think her her brother Dick is the the one who's in charge of Blackwater or one of those other organizations like those like sketchy um, yeah. paramilitary yeah like contractors so right yeah you say it's not but I mean keep them stupid keep them scared and that's uh, basically what these people are doing right yep a hundred percent and then all you're doing is is getting them to do what you want them to do exactly um, let's talk about some of the th- uh, things they've created some of their uh, 
art art pieces some of their publications and some of their tv shows as well as like other organizations and stuff some that they've that pieces. they've created <laughs> i don't know why i said art pieces probably because of adventures in odyssey was their first like children's show that they created have you ever heard of adventures in odyssey no okay it was it's like this cartoon but it's also uh they would have cassette tapes and cds of just like the audio stories and it's these kids in this small town and this old kind of scientist guy and he takes them on adventures on like air balloons and other weird things and okay. then they learn about jesus along the way oh um, so it's kind of like a bill nye the science guy but for religious people like it's yeah it's like an animated but it was or magic school bus so it was really good animation for its time especially i was watching some clips of it last night and it's like okay this animation does hold up from like a christian show in the 80s it's it's pretty solid stuff but that's been going like i I have a lot of friends who just grew up on that show and loved it and couldn't wait to get a new episode and um apparently they used to give it away at uh or maybe still do at chick-fil-a they would give away the dvds oh really as like the toy for kids (laughs) i mean getting a cartoon dvd that's not a bad toy and uh, another kids show they had was McGee and Me, which I used to love. McGee and Me. What was McGee the... and Me? What it was like a kid who was an artist, and he would he drew this character named McGee, and then it came to life, and they would learn lessons about God together. Oh, I doesn't that contradictory? Because he just created life. That's true. And therefore, he was playing God, and he should be punished? I think, yep. I think so. Well, it was weird, because there, I think they were trying to imply that it was an imaginary friend, but, you know, he would do things like McGee would jump and, like, knock stuff over, and, and so, like, he's he's obviously, like, interacting with the real world, so. Yeah, so something, something's up there. And they have a magazine for kids called Clubhouse and Clubhouse Junior that's been going since the 80s, and there's a, oh, I didn't get the name of it, but there's a steampunk Bible stories book that they have for teens where they take Bible stories and make them like steampunk. No, there isn't really. For the another thing for teens is something they uh, do call or they used to do called Love One Out. So, like W O N, Love One Out, um, which was a gay conversion therapy organization. Right. So, yeah. Um, Wait No More was a way they would help adoption agencies get kids into homes quicker from orphanages and, and foster homes and things like that. So they would, um, it was kind of like this big network of helping kids get adopted, which, um, I mean, if you're a straight Christian, it was actually a very helpful thing for a lot of people yep. to, to find those resources and stuff. Yeah. They, well, I mean, they can have one semi good thing amongst all the dog shit they do. Yeah, exactly. Um, they have the open ultrasound program, which which is what we talked about, where they'd get ultrasound machines into pregnancy or crisis pregnancy centers. Um, and it was also like a very, yeah, it's just like a very anti-abortion organization. Yeah. Um, oh, they helped uh, Michelle Obama introduce the sonogram bill in 2000. No, oh. did I say Obama? Michelle Bachman. <laughs> Sorry, very different people. Oh boy. Michelle Bachman introduced the sonogram bill in 2011. That's the one where um, you have to see the sonogram before you decide an abortion, right? Yeah, exactly, yeah. which is so disgusting. If, any, if anything, that would make me want to get it even more. Yeah, exactly. Get that kid out of there. Kill it! Boundless.org was a website for young adults. Boundless, okay. Basically, a, um, I mean, it, it's like dealing with a bunch of like 
Christian young adult issues or whatever, but it's mostly about like it's abstaining from sex and yeah. yeah, and finding like the godly godly person to marry or whatever. Can you? I don't know. As a kid, can you imagine going onto a website that's telling you not to like have sex or masturbate or anything? I, that, <laughs> yeah. that, I feel like I would feel more uncomfortable with that than I would just looking at like naked pictures or something you know yeah exactly especially if your parents told you to go to it too yeah well i used to read a relevant magazine and they would have articles about people who like messed up and uh acted out sexually when they shouldn't have and how guilty they feel now and blah 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 so i think it's funny that the only thing that's bad about it as far as that goes is that they're guilty they feel guilty about it exactly They started the Day of Dialogue. Day of Dialogue. Yeah, it's a student-led event, basically um, in in protest of the Day of Silence. So anti-bullying. Yeah, they they hate all the anti-bullying campaigns and stuff because they portray like you know gay people as people who shouldn't be bullied. So focus on the family hates that we they don't want them bullied. So, um, because they say it make it normalizes homosexuality, so they have the day of dialogue where you're supposed to go around and, and talk about why it's bad to be gay. Right. Yeah. So good, good for them. Ugh. Uh, then, and they started the national day of prayer. Mm-hmm. Is that the same one where they do the prayer breakfast that day? Like the, where the president gets up and. It might be, but I, I'm not, yeah. I'm not sure. I, I would assume so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. James Dobson was the chairman of that. And then um, Anne Graham Lotz, which is Billy Graham's daughter, took over after after him. Um, but, yeah, still, that's still going. So those are kind of some of the things they've created. I think there's a lot more little, like, there's some more children's shows and there's some more magazines with specific focuses. And I'm sure they've got their little tentacles spread all through everything. Let's talk about, uh, I know this whole organization is controversial, yeah. but let's talk about some more of like the more controversial aspects of what they fucking do. All right, let's hear it. In 2006, they aired a bunch of pro-life television ads uh, featuring ultrasound footage basically saying, don't have an abortion. Um, 2010, they it was when they did a Super Bowl ad with Tim Tebow mm-hmm. saying that abortion is bad. Right. But as soon as the child's bored, they don't care. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people were very upset about that uh, and cited other organizations that weren't allowed to have ads during the Super Bowl. I think the American Atheist Association wasn't allowed to have an ad in Super Bowl and different like other organizations like that weren't allowed to, but they allowed this one. So people were really upset about that. And also it's just, yeah, it's just a terrible message. Well, my, my, my thing about that, I, I, I do want to I do want to pause it when they're saying that they weren't allowed to that it's up to the discretion of the uh, the the companies who are airing yeah, that's it, right. correct? Yeah. So, I mean if they don't want to do it, I mean yes, you can be mad about it, but it's a private corporation that's putting yeah, this out there. Yeah. But it's so, like just showing I mean, their double standard. Really, though. they could put whatever yeah. they want on or not. I know oh, I I could totally understand it's a double standard, but I mean at the same time it's kind of like they don't have yeah, to play true. your yeah. ads. No, that's true. So, I, I'm just, that's my yeah. devil ad, devil's advocate for that, I guess. No, I hear that. I hear that. But, but uh, 
fuck that ad, right? Yeah. Um, for years, they've promoted gay conversion therapy and even right. think they ended up selling the loved one out to Exodus International, which later Exodus International closed and apologized and and said that they shouldn't have been doing what they were doing. And then they kind of renounced Exodus and said that it was a good program and it needs to continue in some way. So, yeah. So luckily there is stopped, but I'm sure they're going to find another way to do it. But Oh, I, I wouldn't doubt it. It's already started. They've also fought against people in same-sex relationships being able to adopt. They've, yeah, they've really fought for laws against that and have been very outspoken against um, same-sex adoption. They've been called out multiple times for misrepresenting research. Right. Uh, there was one, Judith Stacy was the researcher, and she did a research paper on the benefits of having two parents, and they used it, yep. they misconstrued it, and said that it showed that heterosexual couples have raised better kids or whatever, which wasn't at all what the study said. Well, they're, they're cherry-picking things to fit their narrative, right? Oh, yeah, 100%. It's a very, very common tactic. Yeah. There was another one, uh, this woman named Elizabeth, oh, I can't even say her last name, Sawa, it doesn't matter, but she had a, an article about, <laughs> or she did a research thing about uh, teen suicide in the gay community, and so they used that to promote conversion therapy, saying that because gay kids are more likely to commit suicide than they should join conversion therapy programs. When in reality, what it was saying was that it's from the bullying and the discrimination that the gay teens get, which caused the... Yeah. So it's like, you're already against anti-bullying programs, and then you're using it... Probably also the fear of their parents trying to force them into a conversion therapy and thinking that there's something mentally wrong with them. Exactly, exactly. Like... It's it's insane. Yeah. They fought against the addition of gender identity being considered a, a hate crime. Uh, this is kind of like a mini controversy because it's not like the whole organization, but it's still like, um, it's ironic and really sad. But one of their employees who was in charge of like the Spanish language translations and the Spanish language um, division of the company yep. was caught in like a kind of a ticket-to-predator type police raid. Right. So he w- he was caught trying to trying to have sex with an underage child online. So, um, which is, you know, when you're working for a company like that, I mean, nobody should do that, but it's, you know, it's another thing that goes to show that, oh, yeah, you are uh, some shitty people there. Oh, no doubt. And I'm sure a lot of them use their position to make those kind of behaviors easier for them, so... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, James Dobson once said about the Sandy Hook shooting, Our country really does seem in complete disarray. I'm not talking political. I'm talking about the result of the November 6th election. I'm saying that something has gone wrong in America and that we have turned our back on God. I mean, millions of people have decided that God doesn't exist or he's irre- irrelevant to me or we ha- uh, and we have killed... 54 million babies and the institution of marriage is right on the verge of complete redefinition. Believe me, this is going to have consequences too. And a lot of these things are happening around us and somebody is going to get mad and at me for saying what I'm about to say, 
right now, but I'm going to give you an, my honest opinion. I think we have turned our back on the scripture, on God Almighty, and I think he has allowed judgment to fall upon us. I think that's what's going on. That's what he said about Sandy Hook, like right. kindergarten, just getting shot. Yeah, yeah, because, uh, you know, an all-powerful, benevolent God is just going to kill children because we have gay marriage. Yeah, yeah, it's awful. I, I remember there was one school shooting where um, there was a stupid T-shirt going around. Actually, I think I've talked about this on the podcast before, mm-hmm. but um, somebody posted something about, it was a, a T-shirt that said, you you ask God where he was during this shooting or whatever, well, you escorted him off the pre- off the, off the um, premises. And it's like, I was so mad. And then someone was defending it, saying that, uh, well, if you don't want God there, then why, why do you want him to protect the kids or whatever? And it's like, yeah, I don't know. It's just really shitty. Also, how can you eject God? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, yes... I mean, I, I'm totally for keeping the separation and keeping it out of schools. Yeah. But I mean, if you, if you truly believe in, in this higher being and then saying that because people are saying no, that's going to keep them from protecting children? Yeah. That doesn't, it doesn't yeah. make any fucking... It just shows how weak their God really is. Oh, yeah. More than anything. Yeah. And uh, how petty, really. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And do you really want to be following a, a a weak and petty kind of thing like that? It it just feels it feels so sad. It really does to take something so tragic and like think how can I use this to push my agenda, right? Instead of just being like this is really sad and it, yeah, to, and then to go and say like oh this is judgment from God because because two people who love each other are allowed to get married now. It's just ugh, it's awful. Yeah, but you're not going to get people to donate money and uh, listen to your bullshit ideas That's true. If, if you don't do that. Yeah. So. You mean, I get, I see both sides, really. I mean, both sides have uh, good and bad people. <laughs> they also have a lot of ties with the Co- the Koch brothers. I almost said Koch, but I think it's pronounced, it's Koch brothers. Do you know the Koch brothers? Uh, I know of. I don't know them well. I yeah. They helped them develop like a database and a data mining tool to to basically target voters and target voters on key issues and like right wing issues. So they use these like billionaires to help them create this like evil database. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And the DeVos, the DeVos family, they have a long history with them. Um, yeah. Just millions of dollars over the years. Yeah. They, uh, they've defended Trump obviously and Roy Moore. They were huge supporters of Roy Moore. You know, uh, child molester, Roy yeah, Moore. Well, I mean, for the church, that's not surprising, so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here's a quote. You know, last November, I believe God gave America another chance with ele- with the election of Donald J. Trump, but he now needs the presence and leadership of Judge Roy Moore to make America great again. Right. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And, uh, and then also, there was uh, some weird thing where they were... They're accused of helping this guy named Jack Abramoff open or make more money on his casino by rallying against other casinos being open in the area. So, like, they they had, like, kind of a deal with this guy that they would um, fight um, any other casinos that wouldn't come up as, as, like, a moral thing, but they would kind of leave him alone. That is 
<laughs> that's so <laughs> so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I understand it. They were probably getting a shit ton of money, but... Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Any other thoughts on focus on the family? No, uh, yeah, fuck these people. Yeah, fuck those people. Why don't they focus on getting fucked? Yeah. One thing I will say, though, um, is that last night when I was looking up Adventures in Odyssey, yep. I remembered the Canadian TV show The Odyssey. Okay. Um, and I watched the first episode of that. Do you ever see that show? I don't think I have. It's like a kid who's climbing a treehouse and then he falls down and hits his head and he gets in a coma and now he's in this like fantasy world. Oh, weird. No, I've never um, seen it. Like low budge, early 90s Canadian TV. Oh, so good. Okay. I'll have to so check it good. out. So that's the only good thing I think that came out of focus on the family yeah. was me remembering about that other show with a similar name. Yep. Well, I mean, focus on the family is definitely one of those things that we can see has really um, invaded the American political system and really kind of entrenched itself in how things are done. And there's really that evangelicalizing of the political system that's happened in the States. Um, oh, yeah. I think really more in the last like 40 years than than it really has. I'm sure there's been elements of it, but much more so since like the 80s. Oh, yeah, 100%. Late 70s, early 80s is when they really saw that we can we can make these changes at a government level. Yeah. And it's been awful since then. Yeah. And uh all it seems to be doing is is uh weakening uh the country and uh further dividing people on these yeah. absolutely archaic uh, and barbaric viewpoints and ideas. Oh, for sure. Yeah, another thing I was thinking, too, about Focus on the Family is just how almost ubiquitous it was as a Christian kid to see the logo everywhere. Right. Because um, we'd have our church library, and then we'd have things like McGee and Me, but we'd also have all their magazines like yep. on a rack as you walk in. They also would make little uh, devotionals and stuff like that, so you could see them around with like the Focus on the Family logo, and they were just really good at just getting their name into the hands of like every Christian, so that as much as they're doing all these awful things, people are just going to see them as, oh, that's that nice company that makes that nice cartoon, right. or they make those nice magazines with helpful parenting advice. Well, of course, uh, and, and especially when you're so entrenched in that, you're not looking into everything else they're doing. And then half the time you think the stuff that they are doing is good, right? Yeah, exactly. Which, you know, is its own problem. Yeah. Cause I know, yeah, my church, um, my church never really made a huge, like they never really came out and had a stance against like a lot of these issues from the pulpit. It, but it was all throughout the church for like on an individual level. Right. right? So yep. there was so many people in the church who, were active against like abortion and um, gay rights and stuff like that, but it just wasn't from the pulpit. So it's like these materials are still getting into the hands of the people, even if it's not coming from the pulpit. So yeah, and it's not being discouraged by the pulpit either because oh, they no, they know it's happening. They just they're not doing anything about exactly. It. Yeah. Wow. Well, let's I guess do a Christian rock lyric. All right, we may as well get us out of this uh, uh, spiral that we're in. Can't you see you're not making Christianity better? You're just making rock and roll worse. This song is called Lead Me. Lead Me. By Sanctus Real. Sanctus Real? Okay. Um, I look around and see my wonderful life, almost perfect from the outside. 
In picture frames, I see my beautiful wife always smiling, but on the inside, I can hear her saying, lead me with strong hands, stand up when I can't, don't leave me hungry for love, chasing dreams, what about us? Show me where you're willing to fight, that I'm still the love of your life. I know we call this our home, but I still feel alone. And it goes on to talk about the man leading the family, and then God leading the man. Right. So, okay. um, uh, so that's... Yeah, I mean, they're really focusing on that uh, quote-unquote traditional family values. And that's the thing, like, with with so much of like Christian media and stuff, when they talk about families, it's always this kind of, like, they would have this diagram where it was, like, an umbrella, yeah, a big umbrella with Jesus' name on the top, and then underneath it was a smaller umbrella with, like, the man of the house, and then under that would be the wife and kids. What I what I find interesting too is that these these forms of uh, structure, all they're they're built in there to kind of have a control, right? Yeah, it's limiting the input of who can say what, while giving power to those people who are more likely going to keep things in line with the way that they want them to be kept in line. Oh, for sure. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, and that yeah, that's the thing. It's it's just status quo. Like it's just yeah. This is the way the church has done it, and this is the way. Yeah, and then they we, yeah. they indoctrinate the children, and then they bring them in, and then they grow up believing that, and then that's why they want to keep the adoptions within the the church as well, because then you have even more children coming up with this and believing uh-huh. these things, and then they have more and more kids, and then they have more and more kids who are indoctrinated into this belief system, and it's just constantly perpetuating hate. Yeah, and it's uh, it's not good. No, it's no, it's really not. So and so. And that's the thing, too, with, like, relationships is I don't think two are likes. People just have different dynamics. And to say that the man has to be the leader of the household just ignores everybody's personality and how they work together. Like, some people it works better as a partnership, and some people just find it better to have different roles. Well, and, the thing, like, the thing is, a, a relationship should not be built on who's the leader and who's not yeah, a healthy relationship exactly. should be about, uh, you know, working together and compromise and, and, you know, filling, fulfilling different roles while, you know, working in tandem with each other, not working against and working for someone. Exactly. If that's the relationship exactly. you have, I, I don't necessarily think it's a, it's a healthy one. And, uh, the thing is, they don't measure it in health. They measure it in how long the marriage lasts. Yeah. Like that just seems to be like you can have a great relationship that eventually ends up in divorce because you go different ways or you eventually break up or you can have a terrible relationship and you stay together for 50 well, years. Well, that's the like, problem too is like people who have those healthy relationships and step away, they can end up having a good relationship with that individual in the long term, yeah. right? Yeah. Rather than yeah. sticking with it and then just hating each other for the rest of their lives. Exactly. There's, not, exactly. there's nothing noble. There's nothing strong. There's nothing like good about staying in something where nobody is happy. Exactly. Exactly. But I think, uh, that, would you have any other thoughts on family or focus on them? Listen, everyone's got family, well, most people, uh, mm-hmm. and you know what? The thing is that you're always having to deal with different things and different people and different personalities, and of yeah. course, you you know, it's easy to be mean to your family, and you, you resent them because you see things in them that you do, um, but, yeah. but at the end of the day, 
You know, you got to go somewhere for Easter or Christmas or whatever. Yeah, exactly. So, you know what? Yeah. They're all right. Yeah, they're all right. I had a really nice Skype call with my stepmom the other day. Oh, that's good. Um, yeah. Well, it was it was over Facebook Messenger. Yeah. She texted me. She's like, I don't I don't own Zoom. Can we do Facebook Messenger? I was like, I mean, you can just easily download Zoom. But yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter. Just however it works, works. Yeah. yeah exactly. Zoom's not the best anyway, but... but. Yeah, that's just the most pop yeah. dealer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the one that all the the kids are talking about. That and TikTok. Mm-hmm. Well, well, thanks everyone. Thank you, Damien. Thank you, Trevor. Thank you, everyone. Stay safe out there. Yeah, and remember, you're our our little podcast family out there. And mm, you know what? Sometimes yeah. it's okay to love us. Sometimes it's okay to hate us. But at the end of the day, uh, you know what? We're we're good. We're good. We love you. Bye. Bye. Work, 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 Sky Moon. <laughs>